0: with Habitat Magazine, and joining me today is Gary Andriotis, Vice President at All Area Realty Services. Thanks for joining us today, Gary. Thanks for having me, Bill. Let's start off, give us a quick description of All Area's portfolio. What kinds of co-ops and condos do you manage? What size? What location? Tell us about your portfolio.
1: Sure. We're a management company that was originally based in Queens. Now we're in Floral Park. We've always managed co-ops and condos ranging from 15 units to 500 units. We are strictly a co-op and condo management company and we deal with day-to-day operations of those types of properties.
0: Tell me this, is with the co-op and condo boards you're dealing with, is there any burning issue on people's minds these days? Is there one single thing that's dominating the conversations?
1: I would say yes and it would be typically on the buildings that are above uh, a certain square footage, uh, that require to do compliance with energy consumption, which is local law 97.
0: Okay, which is a new law, as you and I know, and many people in New York know, that's going to require larger buildings to reduce their carbon emissions, but to a certain level, beginning in 2024, or face some big fines. Now, the boards you're dealing with, Gary, what are they? What are the conversations like? Are people in a panic? Are people moving ahead in a smart way? Are they open to ideas? What, what's what's going on?
1: I think my boards are not, definitely not in a panic. I think that's not the word to use. It's basically the main concern that boards have and the cost associated with doing local law 97.
0: So the fear is that this is going to be a backbreaking expense. Do you share that fear or do you see ways around it?
1: I share it if the current schedule and the current law stays as is, but I believe that it will be pushed back a little bit because the costs are too great and the project The the projects are just too large to do in an effort to lower the fines associated with the grades that these properties are getting. What
0: are some of the strategies you're looking at? How are people going to reduce their carbon emissions? Electrification is a big dream, of course, but that's expensive. What are some of the other lines of attack that your boards are dealing with?
1: Electrification seems to be the way to go. I mean, we've done a few studies, as I've mentioned, in other interviews with other people, who ask us you know, for presentations for new management and they say, hey, what are you doing about this? And so far, our studies are showing that electrification of a boiler is the way to go because the number one culprit is the fuel consumption to the grade. I mean, right now, most of our properties have converted to LED or have done new roofs which are green and try to save on energy losses from the top of the property, for example. Other projects we're looking at are windows and entry doorways and possibly better controls for the current boilers but those don't really reduce the fine ultimately the fine is what we're concerned about to the property and uh, there are cheap alternatives like i've mentioned just that will cheaper but ultimately the solution is to go electrification with a heat pump And those costs are significant.
0: Right. Well, when you mention the electric boilers, you're talking about the existing heating system only powered by electricity rather than fossil fuels. You're not talking about electrifying the whole building.
1: Right. Just the boiler. And the other concern is, do we have that power available to us? And many studies show that it's not even available for every property to do that.
0: Meaning that the the, uh, wiring in the building can't handle it or what?
1: Even from the street. Even even the actual uh, utilities they just don't have the the power for every property to do this where these studies are showing quite a few things to us that don't make sense but at the same time we're, we're trying to comply with the law that is demanding it
0: are any of your buildings in a situation where you know, avoiding the fine would be so much more expensive than paying the fine that they're they're just throwing up their hands and saying, "Let's pay the fine." Is that are you seeing that? Oh, of course. Really? What would you guess the percentage of your properties that that's the case? A, a tenth, a, a half, or
1: a few of my boards are well educated in, in the finance world and banking, and just looking at the numbers up front, it would make more sense to pay the fine. Yes. Really. More than half.
0: So what's your advice to those boards? Go ahead and pay the fine?
1: Currently, I would not say that. I would say first do the study, present all the information, get a few architects, excuse me, not architects, engineers to review what you're doing, give you some proposals. And then from there, figure out, is this pay for itself? What is the return on this? Currently, like I said, more than 50% are leaning to just paying the fine, which is pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, now... You mentioned these studies. What, what? What? Tell me what that entails. Are you hiring outside engineering firms, architecture firms, to come in and look at the infrastructure of the building and advise the boards on options that they have? Tell me about those studies.
1: Sure. So uh, I have an engineering degree, by the way, Bill, mechanical engineering degree, which I do use when as needed, something like this, for example. And I have reached out to other engineering firms some of the big ones that we know, some of the smaller ones, and a few of the new ones that popped up due to this local law. I mean, this is creating a demand. So a lot of companies are popping up. And we are dealing also directly with the utility companies who are providing controls for boilers and stuff like that, all funded by either, let's just say government funds. It doesn't matter from what part, but government funds. Also, NYSERDA's funding studies. So what we're doing is we're reaching out to engineers to create a Let's call it a discovery to discover what are the issues in the building, whether you have commercial space, whether you have, you know, a tall building with a lot of glass, whatever the case is, and break down the consumptions per location and per area. And from there, give us a report that tells us, hey, these are the problem areas and what we think as an engineering firm, what what we should do. I, of course, cross-reference that, speak to the board. The boards are very intelligent today and understand these systems as well. Plus, you have Google, which helps a lot. And then these reports are also funded by NYSERDA. So you're not paying the massive cost of this report. For example, let's say it's $25,000. you are paying $5,000. i am just throwing out a rough, even number. So you're, you are paying something to get this report. It's not free, but you're not paying an engineer working on this for a few months right. uh, type number, basically.
0: And you would advise boards to get that study done. I mean, that's a basic first step that they need to take.
1: If they haven't done it by now, you have to do it. You need to figure out where your culprits are, where your problems are, problem areas.
0: Gary, you mentioned that the uh, the studies, you know, a chunk of that will be paid for by a ICERTA grant, for example. There's a lot of money out there right now, uh, state, local, federal, the Inflation Reduction Act, designed to help buildings do this are you finding it it's easy to to tap into some of that money or is are you not quite at that stage yet
1: we've tapped into that money already we are using some of those funds through the engineers who who process applications to get those funds for us you're hiring an engineer to do this work but at the same time making sure this engineer can help you secure these funds it's not just management
0: right you know, in closing, do you, do you have any advice for boards? I mean, you mentioned a second ago that the the clock is ticking. Twenty twenty four is coming up pretty quick. Do you have any advice for boards as they get into this this world of complying with Local Law ninety seven?
1: My advice would be sit down with your manager. This should be on the top of the agenda. If you have a fine that's substantial, you st- need to start working on your budget to figure out where you're going to allocate funds to this, how much you're going to allocate. What do you think the solutions should be by discussing this also with the manager and an engineer, and also let the owners know what the challenges are for the board. Because ultimately, you're in a position as a board member, and I'm also a board member, you're in a position where you have to do something or else it just looks bad all around. You know, you don't want that bad grade in front of your building because people don't understand that. And you don't want you're basically paying a fine every year without completely understanding why. And at the same token, we if you just Google this, you'll see there's a lot of People who are going against this law, trying to at least push it back a little bit, so we have more time, so that the technology can catch up, so that the technology becomes cheaper, so it doesn't cost you, let's say, to do something a hundred thousand, it'll cost you five years from now, even though inflation goes up, technology gets cheaper as time progresses. We know that with computers and other, you know, smart cars and whatever. So that's the logic a lot of our boards are are using and should be discussed with the owners.
0: So in other words, uh, procrastination is not an option at this point, right? (laughs) Absolutely not. Okay. Gary Andriotis of All Area Realty Services, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.